episode 79 of the Jewel Beat Podcast and this week I speak with Isi Ritzma from Yurio and he will be talking about his latest book that he has written about Joomla plugin development. Latest Joomla news, design tips, marketing ideas and interviews with experts in the industry. Beginner or professional, this podcast is for Joomla enthusiasts. Welcome to the Joomla Beat Podcast with your host, Peter Buey. Peter Buey. Yes, and welcome back to another episode of the Joomla Beat Podcast, the podcast all about designing, developing, managing and marketing your Joomla website. If you haven't been to the Joomla Beat website before, you can get there by going to joomlabe.at and there you find all of the show notes, podcast episodes, previous podcast episodes, videos, resources, what else? A whole lot more. Anything that you need to know in regards to the podcast and much, much more. Uh, Lots of learning there. Lots and lots of learning. You can also find there how to actually subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to the podcast via iTunes, the Stitcher app. Uh, What else? I think I just got rid of Sound... No. Yep. I just got rid of SoundCloud. And I think... Spreaker, that's it. I'm still using Spreaker, so you can listen to the podcast on any mobile device if you're using Spreaker. But before I get into this podcast episode, which I'll be interviewing Yissi from Yurio, talking about his company, how he got to Joomla, and his book that he's been writing as well. But before I get into that, just like to remind people that if you'd Love the podcast episode. I'd really, really appreciate it if you jump onto the iTunes store or onto one of the other networks where you can find the podcast episode and give it a five-star rating review, a big thumbs up, or just some really cool positive messages out there. It helps with the discoverability of the podcast, helps other people find it, discover it, digest the content, and in turn, hopefully find some passion, interest, and grow the Joomla community as well. So I'd really appreciate if you do that. It means a lot to me. And let me just pull up the iTunes store and have a look at some of the ratings and reviews that have been left there. It's been a little while since I actually pulled this up and had a look. So what have we got here? We have one from November the 7th, 2014. I'm fairly new to web dev who learned it for work and had to make one freelance site for my wife. Just hand code it with Foundation 5. I'm looking to branch out into some small scale freelance work and think Joomla is right for me. Just getting started in Joomla and I have been really enjoying it and finding it beneficial. The four or five podcast episodes I've listened to so far. Thanks a lot. And that was from Bradding Pifer. I don't know how to pronounce that. It's a P-G-H, whatever that's supposed to mean. Thank you very much for the five-star rating review and thank you very much for the the feedback there as well. Now, this one here is from Jin Bain, another five-star review back in October 23rd last year, 2014. He says, if you build Joomla websites using... Sorry, if you build websites using Joomla, you'll find this podcast very useful, whether it's interviewing Joomla developers or discussing the latest extensions. This podcast 
it was always helpful staying up to date with Joomla with the Joomla world. Peter's new co-host and partner is a great addition to the podcast. That would be Martina. So that's a big thumbs up for Martina. Yay. She can't join me on this podcast episode, unfortunately, but the show must go on. So I'm continuing on without her for this week, but hopefully she'll be back next week. Join me again on the podcast episode. Thank you so much for those ratings and reviews. And like I said, please uh, send in more ratings and reviews. It's really much appreciated. But anyway, let's get into this podcast episode. I have this fantastic interview, which I actually did as a live Google Hangout just a few hours ago. And I think it went pretty well for the whole hour of promotion that I had beforehand, which was all very last minute. I think it went quite well. But I do have to apologize for the audio quality. The recording of Yissi worked out perfectly fine, but my side of the recording didn't. Yes, the podcast host's recording did not turn out perfectly fine. Great. Anyway, uh, there's a little bit of background noise on my end and it crackles. The quality isn't that fantastic on my end, but I don't really talk that much, so it's okay. It's only when I'm recording the pre and outro that it's 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 good quality. During the interview, it's bad. Anyway, doesn't matter. Let's get into this interview. Uh, if you've thought about extension development in Joomla, plugins are definitely the place to start. It's the easiest and most basic extension that you can build from Joomla. And EC talks all about it in his interview in just a second. So let's get straight into this interview. Stay tuned as Peter brings his special guest to the table. The Joomla Beat Podcast. I have a very special guest joining me on this podcast episode. We've met many times now, which is pretty cool. Uh, but it is Jesse all the way from the Netherlands. And he is here to talk about his business, how he got into Joomla, and a whole bunch of things that he's been working on, including a brand new book that he's been playing around with, not playing around with, working on and has finally gotten released as well. And you can buy that in the Amazon store right at this moment as well. So, Jesse, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks to you, uh, Pete. Um, glad to be here and glad Excellent. to uh, have also the opportunity to, to talk about my book uh, a little bit. Yeah. So, that's well, awesome. We've, we've met a couple of times now. What, what was the first one? Jane Beyond. Uh, well, we, we, we've met a couple of JMBOs and, and we, yeah. we met also at the Joomla World Conference in, um, in Boston or actually we met up in New York. Yes, afterwards. that's right. Yeah. And we cool. ate at yeah. that, um, uh, that Dallas diner where, that, where I got a massive plate of ribs. That was fantastic. Yeah, American style. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Good times indeed. But enough of that, we're here to talk more about you and how you got into the Joomla space and how you got all started with all this stuff. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, um, well, I, I, in, in international spheres, I mostly um, am called uh, Jesse. Well, actually, my name is uh, Jesse. It's a, it's a really strange uh, Dutch name, even for the Dutch. Um, so I live in the Netherlands, um, and I um, I built uh, Joomla extensions and Magento extensions for a living uh, through my company called uh, Yerio. And uh, well, I've been doing that for for over six or seven years already, so that's uh, quite some time. 
Um, before that, I was already involved with uh, with uh, Joomla actually from um, from the beginning beginnings of Joomla, Joomla 1.0. Um, I built uh, a website also with uh, with Mambo, and that's that's uh, how I got into the to, into the whole community. So I'm, um, this year there's going to be a, a Joomla Day the Netherlands again uh, every year. And this is going to be the 10th uh, anniversary, so it's a special thing for a Joomla Day. And actually, um, I might be one of the few that have attended all 10 of them. So that's kind of special uh, as well. <laughs> pretty cool. That, that is pretty impressive. Have you got all the name tags from each one of the Joomla Day events? <laughs> Well, every time when I come home, I throw the name tag right away into the bin, so I haven't got oh, any of them. <laughs> Would have been quite a collection to have and take photos of. But anyway, that, sure. that's pretty cool. You're, you're there all the way from the beginning. But what about all this Magento development that you do as well? You've been doing that for quite yeah. a while too. Yeah, to, to be honest, um, when I started building uh, Joomla websites, uh, one of the first websites uh, I built was a, was a FirstMart uh, webshop. Um, it used to be based on some kind of static page generator, and then uh, the customer wanted to have his uh, shop replaced with uh, FirstMart. Um, so I built this uh, FirstMart shop, and I extended it, and I uh, encountered some issues, and those issues could only be solved by uh, making core hacks. And then, then after maintaining that that same FirstMart website uh, for for some time, it just grew to me that that uh, there had to be some other solution with with more features, more extensibility, and um, and actually have never the need to to make any core hacks. And then I, th I think that was in 2008 or so, uh, Magento 0.9 came out. And that was definitely not fit to build a web shop with, so even worse than, than FirstMart back then. Right. Um, and, uh, but actually, it, it, it sounded right. It sounded like very extensible, meant for enterprise markets. Um, so b back in those days, I decided to, to make the switch, more or less, but still stick to the, the, the Joomla community as well. So um, basically, from, from the moment where uh, Magento 1 came out, um, that was probably around the time that I also chose to be in two worlds uh, at the same time. T two very separate worlds, two very different worlds, but two worlds uh, nonetheless. Uh. And you created a bridge between those two worlds called Mage Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's it's uh, pretty advanced as well. Um, I always describe it as uh, not just a bridge, but uh, a bridging technology, um, because the bridge itself uh, is is only describing like the process of sending data from one end to the other, so from Joomla to Magento, or from Magento to Joomla. But what you can do with that um, is is almost like endless, uh, just like Magento itself is uh, is endless. Um, I started MageBridge in around 2009, so that's, yeah, 2015, so that's almost like six years ago, uh, quite some time already. Um, and the beginnings were just um, a, a kind of ugly um, cut and paste story that, that you were having some visual blocks in Magento and you could forward them to, uh, to Joomla. 
Um, and after that, I started to synchronize uh, users, synchronize search, uh, synchronize uh, plugin events so that you can write a, a Joomla plugin for a Magento event or a Magento plugin for a Joomla event. And that's that's where actually the things get a little bit crazy. So. Um, yeah, definitely, Matrix is is um, a simple tool, but it's also a very advanced tool, and sometimes it's just driving me crazy of of all the things that can be done with it. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm actually glad that someone decided to tackle that and um, <laughs> yeah, for sure and deal with that mess because I'm sure I wouldn't have liked to be doing any of that work. Yeah, which yeah. is absolutely well, crazy. And, and to be honest, um, uh, first of all, Joomla is of course very popular and, and, and we love it. Um, Magento is, uh, it has its own specific kind of uh, community, uh, more business driven, uh, more about the money, less about the fun, uh, but it's still an open source community. Um, and then the people who are interested in both um, are far less than the Joomla community, Magento community. So uh, no, no matter how you face it, Matrix is like a niche market or it's a niche solution for a niche market. Um, but well, I try to target that market as best I could and uh, I think I did the job uh, pretty well. I think so too. So what was your main reason to wanting to bridge those two, why, why not uh, just move to Magento or just stick with a Joomla-based solution? Why, why bridge, bridge them? Well, I, I think the, the, the backgrounds of it are, are first of all, I, I jumped into Joomla and became a Joomla expert um, before I, I was ready for Magento. Um, so back then I knew everything about Joomla and uh, a little bit about Magento. So obviously um, when you're trying to embrace uh, a new system, you're also trying to um, make it work, make it combine uh, with, with everything you already know. Um, and back then, the, the 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 lead developer of Magento itself, uh, he came up to me and he said, "Well, somebody should build this bridge." So it started <laughs> me wondering, like, "Hey, could I do that job?" Um, and I started to experiment for one weekend um, and made made it work. Um, so it, it was first started as a, an as an experiment, more or less, um, and then it became more real. Then it became more solid. Um, and only then it occurred to me that that a bridge has some opportunities. Um, Magento tries to be the best uh, e-commerce system there is, uh, for sure in the open source market, but they're also trying to uh, take over the enterprise market. Um, but face it, Joomla is the best uh, CMS there is. So we're not going to discuss WordPress or Drupal or whatever. No, Joomla is like the thing for CMSs. Um, so if you can combine the both, you can combine the best CMS with the best uh, shop, and that's uh, that's just adding in for a lot of new uh, opportunities. So for instance, if you're building a Joomla site, and this Joomla site uh, needs a little button for selling something, uh, you're probably best off just to implement uh, a kind of uh, well PayPal button or a small e-commerce uh, solution within Joomla. Um, likewise, if you're building a Magento shop and you don't care about the blog, you don't care about news, uh, you don't want to write anything other than product descriptions, uh, then Magento is, is fine as well. But as soon as, as, soon as you want more, um, selling a lifestyle or uh, a, a very innovative blog with, with news that comes and goes, 
um, and combine that with uh, a huge catalog, then then you need both Joomla and Magento for sure. Mm, definitely. And at that time when you were doing all this, uh, there was no real shopping cart solution for Joomla either. So it 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 really helps and uh, em- not embraces, but opens up opportunities there for um, decent or yeah. really really good and complex e-commerce solutions. So it's like you were saying, it's a very niche market, but you seem to be doing very well and growing your business more and more every day. And you're a very, very busy man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how on earth have you found the time to actually write this book about plugin development? Um, I don't know. And actually, this is only like <laughs> part of the story because um, in, um, um, in 2012, so that's already two and a half years ago or three years ago almost, um, I started writing the first uh, chapters of this book. Um, and then I got very busy, first of all, because I decided to cycle on a bicycle, so a step bike, to Spain, which took me two months. And I had this illusion that I could finish the book while uh, driving to, to, to Spain. Well, I didn't. <laughs> so it took me another two and a half years. Um, and and in, wh- when I came back, I was working more or less on that, but also picking up on the business uh, and Magebridge and, and uh, extensions. Um, in 2013, I, I had another try. Um, but then I started uh, with uh, a co-partner to um, to create a new company, uh, a printing business with uh, printing on demand. So actually, my whole 2013 was again not about my book, um, but about starting a completely new business. <laughs> um, at the end of 2013, I just decided to step out of that business again because it was not related to Joomla and Magento that much. So uh, <laughs> it was kind of weird to get into a business and get out of it in the same year. Um, so back in 2013, I, did, I realized like, hey, but uh, jumping into a new business, uh, fooling around with stuff I don't know, that's, it's nice to do something different. But um, good business is also to be made still with the stuff I do already. So Joomla, Magento, Magebridge, um, and this book I started already. So in 2014, or actually the whole year of 2014 was all about uh, finding more and more time to finish the first chapters, finish the other chapters, uh, getting the the distribution done, uh, finding the right people helping me for the reviewing process, well, and so on. Um, But I have to admit, um, I cut back in social time a bit. (laughs) And um, yeah, it just costed a lot of time and you just squeeze in all the the hours in the evenings you have uh, just to, to get that one thing going while still making sure the rest of the business doesn't uh, suffer. So quite busy for sure, yeah. So uh, before we get into the content of the book, uh, perhaps you'd like to share with people a little bit about the process of uh, distribution and how you're actually selling the book in general as well. Did you go through a yeah. traditional publisher or are you self-publishing? Well, um, I'm, I'm going to show off a little bit. I'm not sure whether that's going to 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 be uh, appear, appear on the screen properly. But well, this is the book, and actually very small um, in in the corner. It says Yerio. I <laughs> need to keep it close even. Yerio Education. 
Um, and that's part of the, the deal that actually I started up my own uh, publishing company, so in 2013, to make this book happen. So I don't have, um, how do you say that, an external publisher. I did everything myself. Um, and that includes like hiring uh, a designer to do the design work, uh, the inner and outer work. Um, uh, getting the right price from a publisher because I'm I'm uh, publishing in printed form, so uh, how do you say that? Dead tree format. Um, and what I did was basically get the right prices with the right uh, partners. Um, the the distribution itself was also a hassle. Uh, getting the book from from um, uh, from Europe into uh, the US. Um, and again, I did everything myself, so finding uh, a, a parcel company to do the shipping, finding an inter intermediate party to handle all the uh, duties and uh, the taxes at um, how say that, at, uh, the, the customs, the U.S. customs. So, um, yeah, if, if, I, if I put it in a hole, um, it's, it's like um, the entire thing was very lengthy, a lot of time consuming, uh, stuff to be done. And actually, I did it all by myself, um, more or less to prove that it could be done by myself. <laughs> um, I'm planning actually to write a couple of blogs about that as well, just to make sure that all the information I gathered is also shared with, uh, with other uh, authors that, that are thinking about doing it themselves. Um, and if, if, I, if I think about the publishing part, so finding uh, a copier, finding uh, the right channels to, to, uh, for marketing and the distribution, you can do that by yourself. But as soon as you ship your products abroad, so if you ship your products um, across the ocean to, for instance, from Europe to the US, it really becomes important to, do, um, to have an intermediate party to do that because it got me so frustrating to to get into the U.S. customs laws and regulations. Too difficult to do it all all by yourself. Looks like you learnt a lot in that process. I heard I heard sure. a lot of people that do this self-publishing tear their hair out, and it sounded like you did as well. Uh, you yeah. still have a lot of hair there. So you <laughs> exactly. did pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations on getting that all done and doing it all yourself as well. That that's that's quite a feat in itself. Yeah. But thanks. Yeah. Let's get into the nuts and bolts and what's actually in the book. So when people actually have a look at it, uh, what can they be expecting to learn? Yeah. Um, well, the the book is called uh, Programming Joomla Plugins, and that's actually three words that describe the whole thing best. Um, it's about Joomla. So that's the, the word in the middle. Um, it starts with programming Joomla. So that means PHP development. Um, it's, uh, it's targeting developers who want to, to write their own PHP within Joomla and, and get that up a notch. Um, and then the third part, uh, so it's programming Joomla plugins. Um, well, it's all about plugins. Um, and if you're new, new to Joomla, you have to realize that actually uh, Joomla knows a lot of di different extension types. So there are uh, components, modules, templates, um, libraries, and plugins. So of all these extension types, I'm only targeting a specific ex extension type called plugin. And that sounds kind of limiting. Um, and that was actually one of the main reasons why I wanted to write this book. Um, because I read almost all the books that are that, that are there about Joomla programming, 
Um, and all those books discussed component development, uh, how to write your own component, how to write your own mo module. And then they were explaining plugins and plugin events and plugin groups um, within a couple of pages. So perhaps only two pages, maybe 20 pages, maybe 30 pages. Um, but always it was limited to just a smaller section of the bigger book. Um, and when I was writing plugins, um, I, I had to find uh, my own my own information or um, how to write your own plugin. The, the the documentation for that could be found on on the web. Um, the, the 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 documentation project of Joomla is pretty well. Um, but still, there's still a lot of work to be done on the documentation part. So, for instance, writing um, a Finder plugin, uh, so for the smart search uh, functionality of Joomla, um, a Finder plugin is, is, is very difficult to write. It, um, it's including so many different parts you have to know about. And there was only actually one wiki page uh, written by uh, Michael Babker, uh, who actually integrated the Finder principle into Joomla itself as well. Um, and only his wiki page was the only resource there was available on, on the whole concept of, of Finder plugins. Um, well, actually, it's part of the, the core, and actually every, every component that is out there should have its own Finder plugin. So it always felt like there's there's missing some, something. There's there's this huge topic um, of events of plugins to be to, to be discussed, um, and why is there no documentation about it? So yeah, I, I wrote a book about it. <laughs> you filled in all the gaps. So it really sounds like there's a little bit for beginners in there and even advanced Joomla developers that have been using it for years and might not know about all these different aspects and different types of plugins that are possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, first of all, it's it's targeted for beginners. Um, so mm -hmm. if you're new to Joomla and you want to write plugins, um, it's taking you through all the steps of of getting the basics done, writing some XML code, uh, writing the basic structure of a PHP class, which is actually your your plugin. Um, and from there on, you can add uh, new methods, new event methods to that plugin to to add in functionality. Um, and it's uh, it's walking you through all the steps that are there. So that's the basic uh, part. Um, but because there are so many different plugin groups um, and so many different plugin events, um, there's actually so much to tell about everything. Um, so as, as a developer myself, I learned a lot by writing a book. And I consider myself an experienced developer. And I was amazed to find out some things about Joomla that, um, that, that, that were, were perhaps familiar with the people who wrote it. Um, but all the other developers probably didn't know about it because there's no documentation uh, for it as well. Um, so that was one of my incentives also to, to realize like, hey, but um, my book could be useful to, to anybody. Um, and I'm, I would be amazed to find anyone who knows everything that there is to tell in my book. So um, I, I talked with uh, so many uh, Joomla developers already. And the feedback I find uh, the most awesome is that uh, a lot of these developers told me, well, I thought there would be nothing in the book for me. And after all, I learned very useful things. <laughs> that's so that's fantastic. like the best compliment ever. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's really yeah. good. So what are the, let's say, three best things that someone could get out of the book? 
Um, juicy, juicy things out of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, f- first of all, I think um, um, w- when I'm when I'm dealing with coding, um, you're always like reading other people's code. And if you look at the, the the code base of Joomla itself, it's cleanly written. It complies to the Joomla coding standards. Um, and if you want to write your own plugin, um, the most beautiful thing to do is actually to write a plugin that looks like it's belonging to the Joomla project itself. So that means uh, clean code, um, well, almost no bugs, of course. For that, you would use uh, unit uh, testing, so PHP unit, uh, for instance. Um, and you can use some external tools like uh, PHP CS, uh, uh, code sniffer, um, to check whether your code is validating according to the, the, the standards. So that's my, my first giveaway, per, perhaps, like um, if you ra- want to write a plugin, um, just make sure you, you have the basics right, but also the advanced uh, stuff. So create a unit test, make sure your code is complying to the standards, uh, the, the, the Joomla coding standards. Um, and then, then it just looks awesome already uh, without anybody uh, understanding what it actually is, uh, is doing. So once you make sure the basics are r- right, it looks already good b- uh, f- from the start. So that's that's my th- first uh, takeaway, I think. Um, good one. I think so, yeah, and, and that's that's one thing I, I'm I'm learning myself as well because um, I have so many different extensions that don't comply uh, to the Joomla coding <laughs> standards. So I still got some work to do after uh, after this book <laughs> for sure. Um, my my second takeaway is actually that that once you get the hang of creating a plugin. Um, you can create a system plugin that fits all, which means that that if you have um, a custom project, um, you always have like a couple of tricks you want to make that are there for that project, but you don't want to create a new extension because of that, or it's just it's just a piece of code that you need to chunk into this custom project and then forget about it. Um, well, having a custom project per, uh, or sorry, a custom plugin per project is like a good idea. Um, so what you could do is perhaps create a repository of all these um, uh, PHP code segments that are um, useful for creating your own plugin, and just keep them at this repository. And once you start up a new custom project, you just uh, start off with this empty plugin. And as soon as you need a functionality like blocking customers, uh, blocking visitors from this development site, you just uh, copy and paste the PHP code into your plugin and you're done. Um, So once you really get the hang of this, it's like, um, here's my set of tricks, here's my plugin to implement the tricks and I can copy things around easily um, and quicker. So that's my next thing. With yeah, and, and and that's and actually once once we have repositories for these plugin codes, uh, we can also share these repositories. Well, actually, we don't have to share the plugin itself. It's like snippets of code that can be exchanged uh, easily. So that's that's one of my yeah my higher <laughs> missions as well to make sure like we can do more and more with uh, with uh, plugins. Um, yeah, and then my one. my third yeah. Um, that's probably about uh, that. That because plugins are so useful, actually every component um, should have enough plugin events. 
So if you're a component developer, um, you're probably dealing with content of some kind. And if you're following, um, if, if you're basing your work on, on Joomla core um, component elements, so MVC out of the Joomla core, there's a big chance that actually um, by implementing the right uh, parent classes, you already implement some event methods right away. But if you don't, or if you don't have a component that deals with content, but with e-commerce, um, you just have to make sure that every time when, the, when, when something special happens within your component, um, you add in a plugin event so that other plugin developers can create their own extensions on top of your own component. So basically making your own component successful can only be done if your component supports enough plugins. And that's basically my third takeaway. Very, very interesting. It does sound like a very juicy book, and I want a copy now. But where can people and <laughs> get listeners one. get a copy? Yeah, I think uh, the, the, the easiest way is uh, just to go to uh, either um, uh, my own website, so yurio.com. Uh, once you enter the, the main page, there's a huge banner uh, with a link to the, to the book uh, page. Um, a shortcut URL is also there. It's uh, called uh, slash uh, JPB, Joomla Plugins Book. Um, on the other hand, uh, my book is also on Amazon. So um, if you're, um, if you're uh, looking for the book uh, outside of Europe, then it's best to, uh, to buy the book through uh, Amazon. Uh, within Europe, it's cheaper to uh, purchase it from my own website because then my own distribution uh, takes over and uh, makes sure that the sending costs are, uh, or the sending charges are as low as possible, basically. That's good. So that's Y-I-R-E-O. Dot com slash jpb jpb all right i'll make sure i yeah. put that in the show notes for everyone as well so they can get that cool. link yeah. go directly to your website or to amazon perfect right. yeah um and on twitter and other social media networks where should people be following you um, well, I have my own personal um, uh, Twitter account, so that's uh, that's my full name, uh, Jesse Reitsma, um, and that's that's almost impossible to spell. <laughs> just check out the notes as well, um, or just uh, the generic uh, Yirio uh, Twitter account. That's also there, and I'm I'm, I'm basically the, the man in charge of everything with uh, with Yirio. Uh, so any tweet that comes by or any email uh, is is being picked up by me uh, personally. So it's, uh, it should be easy to, uh, to find me and um, ask questions if needed. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thanks cool. so much for all your time, all the knowledge that you've shared as well, all those resources and juicy little bits. Good luck with well, thanks for having me. Yeah, <laughs> thank yeah. you for coming on. Good luck with all your extension development and huge good luck with the book as well. Yeah, many thanks. All right, we'll talk soon. See you. <laughs> Bye. Joomla experts, high-end users, creators, and, well, really, anyone you should be listening to. This is Joomla Beach Podcast with your host, Peter Buey. And that is it for another episode of the Journal Beat Podcast. Hopefully, you got a lot out of that interview, especially if you're thinking about plugin development make sure you grab a copy of Yissi's book it's available on the Amazon store 
online stores you can grab a copy there and like you said if you're in Europe just go to his website urio.com where you can grab a copy as well it's a little bit cheaper because of the postage now all of those links and resources and everything else will be in the show notes for this podcast episode and get to there by going to joomlabe.at slash ep79 and that will take you directly to the show notes of course they'll be up a little bit later after this podcast episode has been edited cut and placed on the itunes store but besides that that's all i have for everyone this week martina will be joining me back on the podcast next week so until next time everyone please keep your website safe and secure and make sure you keep them backed up okay bye You've been listening to the Joomla Beat podcast. Bringing together the community of designers, developers, fans and users from around the globe. Around the globe. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat.